Cheers. Oh my god, I forgot about that. It's been a while. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Gender Forking, a Twilight Saga podcast. We've rebranded a little bit since the last time you've heard us. I don't think we explained that in our bonus content. Maybe we did. Mm, I don't remember at all. I don't think that we did. I don't think we did. We've rebranded. We used to be called Gender Forking, a Life and Death podcast. That was super accurate for what we used to do. But now we're kind of expanding to focus on the Twilight universe, if you will. This is a podcast about the Twilight Saga. That's what you're getting. (laughs) Congratulations. I'm Sam, and that's Lori, and we... We, we like to use our degrees in gender studies to talk about Twilight. Yeah, now and between the three of us. The three of us. <laughs> between the three of us. <laughs> between the two of us, we have three and a half gender studies degrees. Yeah, soon to be four. Soon to be four. Kill me. <laughs> Kill me before I have to finish this degree, please. <laughs> it's, it's all worth it. <laughs> Was the tassel worth the hassle? We talked about this in the last yeah, podcast. Episode. <laughs> yeah. The strife continues. <laughs> I don't know why I do this to myself. It's it's okay. I I mean, now like when people say, Oh, that's such an interesting degree, like what are you gonna do with it? And I'm like, Well, I'm gonna make a podcast about it. Yeah. <laughs> like just you have an answer. Yeah. I'm just gonna move through my life talking only about Twilight and feminist theory. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what this podcast is about. Welcome if it's your first time. If it's not your first time, thank you so much for continuing to listen. That's really great of you and also hilarious. Hilarious that you choose to stick around. (laughs) Hilarious. And if you're friends with us and you're still listening, doubly thank you. Yeah. Because you probably get a double dose of us. Yeah. We're focusing more on other pieces of work within the Twilight universe. Um, We're going to start with Twilight Mm -hmm. now that we've done Life and Death. Um, maybe we'll have some new fun, exciting things to say about Twilight. It's also been quite a while since either of us has read Twilight. When did you last read it? I don't remember. (laughs) This will be great. (laughs) (laughs) It was before you last read it. Okay. I read it two years ago. It's been over two years for me. Okay. I have seen the movie. (laughs) I, like, I literally could not even estimate anymore how many times I've seen it. It's mm-hmm. gotta be in the 30s. Mm-hmm. And that's just within, like, Only the Only in the 30s? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably over that. It, it's just, and then just, that's just within, like, the last, like, probably two or three years. Who knows how much I watched it when I was younger. Yeah. True. I don't know. So, like, roughly over the last ten years, you've seen Twilight. Upwards of, like, one million thousand times. Yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, back into the source material, material we go. We, we kind of, like, we, we went back and forth between Twilight and Life and Death when we were doing Life and Death last season. Yeah. Um, we, just to, like, cross-reference different moments that we couldn't remember if they were there or, like, if it was different or not um, because we were comparing um, Life and Death, which is Stephanie Meyer's quote-unquote gender-swapped version of Twilight with the original um, to kind of analyze that for themes of gender and like literally whatever came up sometimes it would like surprise me like there was there were parts that I was like I don't remember this being in Twilight and then it was Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then there were parts of life and death that I was like oh I love this this is so beautiful and it's like it's because it's Twilight it's like literally word for word Twilight yeah (laughs) should we talk about ourselves sure for people that are listening first yeah for the first time Mm -hmm. you go ahead (laughs) I was gonna say you go ahead (laughs) 
Or you do, or I can talk about you. Oh my god, we do this every time. Do we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Last time we started the podcast, I said, I'm Sam, and you said, no, you're not. <laughs> we could convince a whole audience of people that we are each other. They wouldn't know. You're right. Only our friends would know, and prob- probably not even. know. <laughs> no one has to know. I don't think our friends could probably distinguish our voices on the ear. I hope not. I hope that they're hopelessly, hopelessly confused. Yeah, that's what I hope for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to do yourself, or do you want to do I me? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Great, helpful. <laughs> okay, I'm Lori. Okay. I live in sunny san diego california um and i am a pisces a twilight fan i'm in grad school i like to cook yeah (laughs) what else (laughs) what else important is there you have a cat i have a cat i have a cat named mr darcy you just got a nose piercing just got a nose piercing I go to therapy now, so if you can tell that I'm, like, doing so much better than in season (laughs) one, like, that's why. (laughs) So if you can just tell that from listening, I go to therapy now. (laughs) And I'm on meds. (laughs) So maybe that'll bring a fun, fresh, new dynamic to our podcast. I can't wait till we do New Moon and we talk about (laughs) mental health all the time. (laughs) Kill me. I'm Sam. I'm an Aries, and... I'm finishing grad school in gender studies. I'll be done in a couple weeks. I'll be done probably by the time this... I'll probably be done before this podcast comes out, actually. So That's horrifying. Send me a message on Instagram at SamKCS. Say congratulations for being a master of gender. Wait, I didn't get to draw my Instagram. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> at LC Lofton. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Maine. That's where we are now, recording this podcast. Um, per usual, we're, we're recording it in my parents' basement. It's just tradition. Yeah. We thought about recording it somewhere else, and yeah. then I was like, I don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah. I personally. Think it, it would upset the fans. It would break continuity. Yeah. Also, like, there's another podcast that records in the location that we were thinking of recording in, and I didn't really want to absorb Any of the that energy. energy. Not because it's bad energy, it's just, like, boy energy. Yeah. Like, cis boy energy. Can't taint the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're in Maine. Uh, I was just in England for a year. Mm-hmm. We were apart for a while. That's why there was no podcasts. Yeah. I have a cat, too. His name is Sirius Black. Literary cat names. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You've had a nose piercing. I've had a nose piercing for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just two gals with nose, nose piercings. <laughs> I was going to say that we were apart for some time and couldn't do our podcast, and we're not really together now for any long amount of times, yeah. but... Not enough time to record a whole season of gender forking, but sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. And yeah. what you gotta do is what you wanna do. And what you wanna do is record your Twilight podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Maine on a f- like by by fluke, um, because of a death in the family. So shout out to <laughs> <laughs> my great aunt. <laughs> May she rest in peace. Uh, She'd be very proud. Um, And so this is an unexpected mid-year trip to Mm -hmm. Maine for me. Mm -hmm. I'll leave an iTunes review if you want Sam to come visit California next time. (laughs) Bring the snowball mic. And then I always come to Maine for the holidays. I've done it once, so it's a tradition now. (laughs) Um, And so I'll be in town again 
in the wintertime, but we won't be able to regularly record our podcast until after May 2020, because that's yeah. my projected graduation date. Yeah. But then after that, it's like hard hitting you with podcasts left and right. You're like diving, swerving to miss like yeah. vampire baseballs coming yes. at you. <laughs> here, here it comes. <laughs> the thunderstorm of vampire baseball yeah. is on its way. Today's like a perfect day for us to start re-recording this podcast. It is a overclassed uh, rainy day here in Maine. We're like in the woods. My parents' house is like in a beautiful, like secluded spot in the woods. Yeah, gorgeous. Um, it's also Edward and Bella's wedding anniversary. I think it's fourteen years. Wow! Oh my god! Fourteen they're... years. Yeah. So happy. fourteen years yeah. since Breaking Dawn. Since I think it's like two thousand six or something. No, not two thousand six. No, maybe it, I just like saw it on Tumblr. I don't know. Oh, I guess maybe like the years that the book like it was set in versus like released. Yeah, when did Breaking Dawn come out? Twenty ten. I feel like that's when the movie came out. Although the, uh, oh god, fact check number one. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it came out in two thousand eight. Holy shit. Is that 14 years ago? No. No. It was 11 that years was 11 ago. 11 years ago. But I think maybe from the timeline that Twilight came out. Right. Maybe it's 14? I don't know. I don't know. Well. You know what? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> They've been married for a long time and Renesmee's probably grown up by oh, yeah. now and like married to Jacob. No. Allegedly. <laughs> um, I really hate thinking about that actually. I wish I didn't. I are. wish that didn't happen. Should we do the Forks cast? Yeah, we'll do the Forks cast. It is... Which is our the forecast in Forks, Washington. Yes. <laughs> it is 77 degrees and mostly cloudy with a low of 56, and it looks like it's about to be um, like that all week. So mm. a relatively okay time to be a vampire in Forks. Mm-hmm. School hasn't started yet, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Right. They get to go into hiding for the summer. Yeah. I'm sure that they actually probably play it off like they're going on, like, mission trips or, like... Oh, my they're God. They're doing, like, fucking, like, family, like, charity <laughs> events together. Like, they're volunteering yeah. around the world. They're backpacking. They're backpacking through Europe. They're I feel like they wouldn't cousins. want their wealth necessarily, like, that... Well, they drive those they fucking drive cars, those cars around. Maybe they, like... I feel like they would totally, like, be... Because the image that the town has of them, even though, like, even, like, despite the cars, like, Charlie is, like, so convinced that they're just, like, the most giving, wonderful people. Yeah. And Charlie's kind of, like, stubborn and, like, set in yeah. his ways. And, like, if he can believe that... They must be doing something. Yeah. So I'm, I'm feeling like they talk about, like, maybe, like, going and doing a ton of community service during the summer. Like, I feel like that's, like, kind I mean, of like, on brand I hope for them. that they do. Yeah. Because, like, what else are they going to do? Right. They probably, <laughs> like, aren't actually doing it. They probably just, like, talk about doing it. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe they do it. They, I mean, they don't need a shit ton of money. Yeah. Probably. I hope so. Don't, do they? I don't know. I would hope. They never talk about the money. They really don't talk about the money, and it's like, this is why. <laughs> this is why. I just have a really hard time believing that, like, Bella would be able to comfortably be in that relationship. Like, she, like, marries up in class Mm -hmm. so much. So much. And they, like, 
don't really talk about, like, her adjusting to that. Mm -hmm. They only talk about it in, like, terms of her clumsiness and, like, she's uncomfortable with the gifts that they give her, but she doesn't talk about, like, I don't know, I'm thinking of other things that come up. We should read it for class. We should read it for class. This is a class-focused podcast. (laughs) It's a gender-focused podcast, but gender and class are the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. That was a fun joke. (laughs) LOL. Um, it's a, you know, we're going to talk intersectionally about all the things that come up because there's definitely a lot about not only gender and class, but also sexuality and yeah. race. race, definitely race. There's a lot about race, race. here. <laughs> there's going to be more about race in New Moon. New Moon. Yeah. A lot of that stuff with the Quileutes is very interesting, Stephanie. Um, <laughs> I think I saw some like fake not like fake but like you know like i don't know who does like what financial business magazine like forbes or something does like riches fictional characters and like edward cullen is up there oh wow i saw it was like a comparison between like i think it was a comparison between edward cullen and batman that's funny (laughs) like similarities between robert pattinson's characters because he's gonna play batman oh yeah that's great news yeah I'm really thrilled about that. Me too. People think that he won't do well. He's gonna do amazing. He's gonna do really well. Have you ever seen him? Yeah. He's, like, effortlessly broody. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, also, like, incredible. Like, he's gonna do really, really well. Yeah. It's perfect. Also, but it is, like, really hilarious, like, how similar those worlds kind of are. (laughs) Yeah, they really are. People think that it's such a, like, a stretch. Yeah, it's And it's, like, sorry, like... You're just being sexist after all these years. Every time I think about Batman, like, the first Batman that pops into my head is, like, Joe Walker, Batman from Team Star Kids, (laughs) Holy Musical Batman, Mm -hmm. and I think Robert Pattinson would do, like, just, like, a great job at that one, too. Mm -hmm. Like, emotional wreck Batman Mm -hmm. just wants a friend. Yeah. Yep. Really rich, uh, dead parents. Yeah. Like, secluded. Mm-hmm. Damned. Think I he mean, doesn't have a soul. Yeah, and, like, bats are, like, vampires. Like, vampires and bats. And, like, yeah. Yeah. It's all right there. It's all there. Yeah. It, yep. it writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Cullen is Batman. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> we should, like, um, talk a little bit about our relationships to Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. I started reading Twilight when I was in middle school. Um, for context, I am 23. <laughs> I once told someone I was... I once... I recently told someone I was 21 and cut two years off my life somehow because I think I stopped aging then. Yeah. Um, you or stopped, I stopped keeping track. Yeah, you stopped counting after, like, you're allowed to do everything yeah. legally. Right. Yeah. Except rent a car, which, like, I really truly don't want to do. Yeah. Um... <laughs> but I started reading it at the recommendation of my sixth grade English teacher or reading teacher or language arts teacher I read through them all I only had to wait for I don't know if I had to wait for Breaking Dawn to be released I think I did yeah I think you read them before me I yeah I, I did I did I remember having to because I remember like reading like some speculation on like like, their wedding and, like, how explicit it was gonna be. Oh, yeah. And then, like, it not being explicit. You mean the sex? Yeah, the sex. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, the sex. <laughs> yeah. I remember reading, like, one of those books, like, you know when, like, Harry Potter came out? Yeah, like, what will happen what in will Harry happen Potter? In Harry Potter. It was, I like, a, an equivalent of that. Yeah. Um, for Twilight, and I was reading it, and they were like, oh, like, are they gonna fuck on the, like, in the honeymoon? Like, is that gonna be a thing? Like, what's gonna happen, like, is she gonna become a vampire, like, all these things were, like, things that you don't know at the end of the yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. And 
which I think sometimes we can take for granted. But I remember yeah. having to wait and then being like, like, I was so young. I was probably like two. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like 11 or 12. <laughs> When they came out, yeah, 12, when Breaking Dawn came out. Yeah. Um, because it was 2008, I thought, like, I was like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be so explicit. I'm reading pornography. <laughs> and then I, like, read it and I was like, oh, I've been cheated. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I started looking for fan fiction. And then you found 50, phase of Dr- 50 Shades of Grey. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> 50 Shades of Grey. I actually read that in high school, but. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then I had been keeping up with the movies and I went to opening weekend for like all of them except for Breaking Dawn Part 1 because I had another death in the family over Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are vivid memories. <laughs> and another death of the family over Thanksgiving. I couldn't go and on Thanksgiving Day because I think it came out or like I think it was Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. It sense. had come out, like, the week before mm-hmm. or something like that, and I illegally streamed it wow. on my computer, which was the first time... You knew how to do that? ...that I had illegally streamed something. Wow. But it, the movie, Breaking Down Part 1, came out when we were in high school. I was, like, a first yeah. year... A first year? A freshman in high school. Yeah. Um, and... 2010. Yeah, like, 2010. And mm-hmm. I was, like, streaming it illegally, and I remember watching it in my room and being so disturbed by the birth scene. <laughs> like, so disturbed. Wow. I was like, oh, gross. Didn't it, like, ruin, like, a whole generation of people's, like, like re- I mean, relationship to pregnancy and Yeah, birth? I think millennials don't want to have children because they saw what it did to Bella. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I see what it sees, I see what it does to normal, non-vampire uh, bearing human beings. I'm like, <laughs> That's also terrifying, but maybe, like, it's also because of Breaking Dawn. Yeah. I think that might be Which it. is, like, the opposite effect that Stephanie Meyer probably wanted to have. Yeah, because that's true. Because it was very much, like, this pregnancy is Propaganda. really amazing, and she loves being pregnant and having a baby for some reason. Yeah. And none of us bought it. No. Yeah, and then <laughs> I just, I kind of, like, went away from Twilight for a little while, but mm-hmm. not in, like, a really aggressive way. I never went through, like, a... Like a necessarily like a hating Twilight phase. Like I probably rolled up my eyes at it a couple of times, but yeah. not super intensely. I like I don't mm. think. But I mean, like we were all like byproducts of that like time yeah. period of like Harry Potter being pitted against Twilight for yeah. no fucking reason. No, they're so dissimilar. They're n- not the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> we can only have two things. <laughs> yeah, and um, and then started revisiting it in college Mm -hmm. um really substantially because of like a recommendation of a professor so both Um, times because of teachers yeah so both times because of teachers so like i was about to say tip your educators but like that's not that's not a thing tip your educators no be nice to your teachers and read what they tell you tip your educators (laughs) (laughs) it's like slide your fifth grade teacher a tenor i don't think i don't think i had like an anti-twilight phase i definitely um, but I think I kind of, like, was really into it for, like, a year, or I, maybe, or maybe it was less. And then I kind of felt like, oh, it's not cool to be into Twilight, and, like, I shouldn't be into it anymore. Um, because I was, like, going into high school. Mm-hmm. And I think I, like, I got Tumblr when I was, like, 15 or something. Oh, and wow. I remember, like, just, like, the discourse, like, you know when you're, like, learning about feminism on Tumblr? Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, all these, like, really interesting takes about, like, 
romanticization of abuse in Twilight mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which, like, I don't know if I necessarily agree with now, but I think I was exposed to, like, some of that, and I was like, oh, like, what kind... I was, like, just questioning the ideas that Twilight gave me a few years prior, mm-hmm. um, and, like, trying to think about, like, what like what kind of ideas about relationships did this give me mm-hmm. that, like manifested in my life in some way or like my conception of the world or like I don't know anything like that which I think is like a very valid um thing to think about but now like that (laughs) after like when I was in college and I was like fuck it it's like fun yeah Yeah, right yeah Yeah. (laughs) so that's where we are now (laughs) yeah fuck it it's fun I don't know I, I would like to like as we read it again like examine that uh like idea yeah people like to say that they have an unhealthy relationship i kind of don't really think that they do i just think that it's dramatic yeah um i would also like challenge people to think about like relationships that they were in when they were like 17 and 18 years old yeah and like how those relationships might not be healthy adult relationships but like they're kind of what I guess, is to be expected when mm. you have, like, 17 and 18-year-olds in relationships. Yeah. It's something that's hard about um, generalizing about Twilight is because a lot of the situations they are in is, like, because of supernatural forces. Yeah. And, like, that make very specific... Like, people talk about, like, Edward being controlling of Bella, and, like, some of that is literally because her life is at stake because there are, like, vampires trying to kill her. So it's, like, not the same thing, but also how much can you... I don't know project that onto, like, what people might be taking away from the story in general, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I also like to think about, like, the concept that, like, reading something in literature can make you think that in real life, almost. Mm. Like, I think that that's something that is applied to Twilight so So much much more than other texts. Like, like, I'm thinking about classics... But, like, you can critically read books and understand the relationships in them are not what you would want for yourself. Mm. Though I understand why, like, people say that about Twilight because people were saying, like, oh, I want my Edward. And it's like, (laughs) okay. But, like, I'm thinking about, like, Lolita, Great Gatsby. Yeah. Like, even if you think about other um, YA texts at the time that were really big, like the Hunger Games, um you didn't really get that same accusation of, right. like, getting sucked into those relationships, even though there was a huge love triangle in The Hunger Games yeah. as well. I don't know if it's because that universe is so obviously, like, dystopian or something, and, yeah. like, Twilight mimics the real world yeah. in most ways, except for, like, putting a couple different magical creatures in there. Right. So maybe that's... I don't But, like, you wouldn't think that that would be the difference. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Twilight is... I mean... Twilight definitely is more relationship-focused than, it like, is. some other stories. It is relationship-focused. I'm trying but. to think of, like, other texts that are relationship-focused, and, like, I don't know. I feel like the only one that I can think of right now is Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and it's, like, people say that they're waiting for their Mr. Darcy when mm. I know that's not true. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a cat named Mr. Darcy, so, like, I have one. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> he's, like, a moody little bitch. And, like, it's not fun all the time. <laughs> you know? Like, but, like, I, I just feel like... But that doesn't mean that, like, Jane Austen was getting raked over the coals Mm. about, like, you're promoting unhealthy ideas about relationships. Right. Because, like, 
I don't know. If anything, she she might maybe she was getting raked over the coals for like talking about class in the way that she did. Yeah, or like writing about women. <laughs> yeah, writing about women. <laughs> <laughs> writing about women. Yeah, different um, different times. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, like, is it fair to like look at every love story and say it has to be a good relationship in order for people to learn something from it? Yeah. Or like. Is there a way that we could, like, frame conversations about Twilight Mm. to, like, teach people that, like, not every relationship will be perfect and, like... Theirs definitely isn't, so... Theirs isn't. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, but does it mean that they shouldn't be together? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... I'm thinking, like, I don't know, like, it's a lot of responsibility. I don't know. And I'm thinking about Fifty Shades of Grey now. (laughs) Like... Yeah. There's a difference between, like, what that's doing Mm -hmm. wrong, Yeah, (laughs) I would say, like, which is, like, portraying, like, an actual real-life, like, kink community in a way that is actually factually, like, inaccurate inaccurate and, like, dangerously, like, playing with ideas of consent versus, Mm -hmm. like, a, like, the critique in Fifty Shades of Grey, I would say, is less about their interpersonal relationship and more about, like, the way that it portrays consent Mm -hmm. and, like, things like that. Whereas, like, in Twilight, like, the issues in their relationship are more general and, like, you Mm. can't point, I guess, to a specific moment and say that's wrong. There's, like, to reference a piece of theory right now, (laughs) there's this um, piece by Linda Williams from... I think it's from, like, 1989 that I used a lot when I was doing my undergraduate thesis, um, which was on pornography, and that what we're talking about now kind of reminds me of that because a lot of the arguments about pornography is that people are concerned that um, people are going to watch this and think that it mimics real life yeah, and not be able to understand or critically think about what they're seeing. Um, and Linda Williams writes a piece about how people um, view pornography that way, and they also view... Um, horror movies that way, mm-hmm. um, some kind of, and then also um, like what what are called weepies, like uh, um, historically or like just movies that are like meant to make you cry uh-huh. in some way, um, or like shock your emotions. So like you're so these are all things that are you're supposed to have a physical response to, mm-hmm. and I think maybe like a book centered around a relationship like Twilight kind of like inches toward that in a way that, like, The Hunger Games doesn't or, like, Harry Potter doesn't or something, but, like, um, I think that people have, like, stronger reactions to how they think other people are going to react to things when they are kind of more, like, um, like, debase in culture and, like, kind of look down upon because, like, it's not seen as intellectual to write about something... Yeah. Um, like, a relationship or write about... Or, like, something that's just about sex or just about emotions or, like, something that is kind of more visceral. Mm-hmm. Um, is, like, kind of looked down upon. Like, um, the idea that yeah. you can recognize as a consumer that, like, this is a bad thing, but, like, you have this perception of other people that, like, they are not yeah. as educated of a consumer, and right. that they will think the superficial thing that, like... Yeah, you think other people are dumber than you. Right, you think you yeah. look down on other people as, yeah. like, <laughs> like unable to, like, critique media in the same way you are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when in reality, probably most people, like, us included, are probably not as media literate as, like, everyone, like, likes to think that they are, mm-hmm. um, and it's way too, um... 
simplistic, I feel, to just be like, oh, well, we watch stuff and then that teaches us things. And it definitely does, but I don't think it's just like a closed circuit like that. And I right. don't think it's one way. Like, I don't think that we're just mindlessly receiving information. Like, yeah. there's so many other factors. And then, of course, I mean, like, it's definitely important to talk about representation in media, but then, yeah. like, you have to zoom out also and, like, look at the larger picture of, like, who's making that media um, and, like, how are the images on TV or in books or whatever representing our larger culture that already exists. And, like, they're surely reinforcing each other sometimes. Yeah. But... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, like, sometimes it's helpful to look at... Like, I feel like sometimes it's more helpful to learn culturally through bad examples Mm. than through good examples. Yeah. And I think, like, reality TV is a good example (laughs) of that. Like, we watch things that we intentionally dislike and, like, think are absurd or, Mm. like, bad or, like, immoral. And, like, that reinforces and, like teaches us more about like what we think is morally like right for us Mm -hmm. and like what we accept in relationships and like what we expect Mm -hmm. um from the world and like maybe that's not a good thing to do (laughs) arguably maybe (laughs) like maybe that's judgmental and like we shouldn't do that but like also I think that that can be like I think that that's how some pop culture works yeah yeah pop culture is like this thing that we can like look at to like prop ourselves up against or like are we communication majors or what yeah someone give me an honorary degree in media <laughs> studies <laughs> yeah that was fun but yeah yeah that was fun <laughs> that was like a fun little thing we did just there good talk sometimes this podcast is just like i feel like this podcast is a combination between like a book club meeting and like a feminist theory class yeah 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 and we just like bring our text to the table and like go through our notes and, like, talk about our favorite parts and then, like, analyze other parts that we didn't like as much. <laughs> yeah. So. Should we take a break for our let's, first mini-segment? Let's, let's introduce our mini-segment. <laughs> our first segment of the show called <laughs> Love It First Bite. It's new. <laughs> so the premise of this mini-segment, you'll see once we do this, like, first one as an example. So um, we came up with the idea of creating tinder bios for twilight characters each episode one of us will create a tinder bio for a twilight character read it out loud and then the other person will have to decide if they should swipe left or right and i don't know the difference between those i think left is you don't like them and right is you do like them okay yeah like get out of here to go yeah yeah um so Lori has made the first one are you going to, like, tell me who it is, or am I, do I guess who it is? Um, you'll be able to tell from this one, but I could withhold the name just for fun. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, um, <laughs> name redacted. Okay. 18. I'm making them all 18, unless they're older for sure, okay. because, like, you have to be I 18 have to, date to be them. on Tinder, and you have to date yeah. them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> relationship status, it's complicated. Okay. Employment. Newton's Olympic Outfitters. <laughs> okay. The bio is... <laughs> looking for someone to take long walks on the beach. Oh my god. Watch rom-coms uh. and cuddle or go to prom. Oh my god. And then the pictures that they would have on this profile, the first one would be them with a golden retriever. Oh my god. And then the second one would be them on Tyler Crowley's van at La Push <laughs> Beach. And then... 
The third one would be them with their other friends that go to Forks High School. Okay. And I won't tell you, like, what those friends are okay. because they would give away who it is. Um, and then they have a profile song, which is Crash Into Me by Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say there was going to be a picture of, of, of him holding a fish. <laughs> no. I, yeah, you're right. Um, I thought that would be more appropriate for another person at Forks okay. High School, actually. I'm sure, like... Yeah. <laughs> so? So, I'm going to swipe left on Mike Newton. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Mike Newton. <laughs> why is it say, why is his, <laughs> it's complicated. Because it was really complicated between him and Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> because they were like on again, off okay, again. Okay. Are they dating? Are they not? Do you put your relationships down? Does he, just, does he like write out? My relationship status, it's complicated. I, I don't, don't know how, to, I don't have Tinder. I don't know if you can put that... I don't know. I, you can on her. I think you just put your sexuality on Tinder. Or you can. You don't have to. Oh, okay. Well, if he did, <laughs> we all know he'd be straight. Yeah. <laughs> we wish he wasn't. <laughs> well, that was great. And a horrible first thing to see when you open up Tinder. <laughs> can you imagine? I'm picturing, like, the pictures are, like, him with a golden retriever. Because, like, that's... Oh, yeah. He definitely has one. Yeah. Like, what he is and, like, whatever. Yeah. And then the one of, like, him with the van. I feel like he might be standing on the van or, like, yeah. sitting out the side of it. Yeah. And then, like, the friends. Like, I'm not sure exactly where they are. Maybe mm-hmm. they were at, like, homecoming or prom or something like that. Or, like, Sadie mm-hmm. Hawkins or... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. In the parking lot. In the parking lot. Hanging yeah. out by the cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Great. Great. Wow. Let us know if you would swipe left or right on Mike Newton by, based on that <laughs> Tinder profile. Yeah. <laughs> we should make them. We should, and then we can put them on Instagram. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll, do I'll draw the fucking yeah. stick fingers. <laughs> I'm sure there's, Photoshop. like, a template online. Yeah. I think there is. And we can, like, put them on the Instagram story. Oh, Follow sh- us on Instagram at genderforking. Yeah. <laughs> there's memes. That was a great segment. Um, I have something for you, too. Oh. Actually, let me get my I'm laptop. Shocked. You're shocked. <laughs> she told me earlier, she was like, I have something to tell you, but I'm going to do it when we're on the air. First, I'm just going to, I need to share with you the first thing that I wanted, to, just mm-hmm. the, the thing that I mentioned earlier today. So we'll talk about this later, but we have a Patreon um, and everyone who becomes a patron of us, of the podcast, um, can join a Discord server. Yeah. Uh, and someone in our Discord server, I think it was Veronica, sent um, a really awesome Goodreads list of... Uh, books about the Twilight yeah. Saga. Yeah, it was Veronica. Yeah, um, and they look amazing, and I think that we should read all of them and talk about all of them on the podcast. I agree. But I happened to click on one, uh, and um, someone left a really good review that shared um, a lot of information about the book, and I just wanted to share some of that right now. So the book that I was most intrigued about is the one that's called Twilight, True Love, and You, Seven Secret Steps to Finding Your Edward or Jacob. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I'm ready. By Louise Deacon. Okay. Also, side note, um, <laughs> it says um, reader readers also enjoyed, like, uh-huh. a lot of people who have also enjoyed this, also enjoyed um, Birth Control is Sinful uh, <laughs> in the Christian Marriages and also... <laughs> This is, like, literally what a book is called. Birth control is sinful in the Christian marriages and also robbing God of priesthood children. And then... What? Get ready for this one. Coming out straight, understanding and healing homosexuality. Oh, God. Oh, the Twy Moms. Mm -hmm. Get them out of here. Mm -hmm. Not not you if you're a Twy Mom. Unless... (laughs) Unless you are, in which case, please listen to this podcast and heal. Yeah. (laughs) Heal from heterosexuality with us. So, this is, like pretty transparently a book about um finding your edward or jacob 
Um, uh-huh. And it was written... I don't know when it was written. Um, it's like, what, walk into the cafeteria at your school? <laughs> have a childhood friend? This was written by a psychologist. Um, Where's her degree from? I don't... It's, like, real. Um, so I'm using this person's review um, because they wrote the out the chapters of the book. Oh, great. And I just want to read you the chapters, basically. Okay. Um, and there's, like, a Is couple... Is it the seven steps? Um, it's way more than seven chapters. Oh, okay. It's... Like, are we talking, it like, is, 50? It is, uh, 20... 21 chapters. Wow. Okay, so... It really goes places, too. Okay. So I'll give you the highlights here. Mm-hmm. And there's also, like, three secrets interspersed. Okay. Is it, like, dress modestly? No. Okay. But maybe. Maybe that would be, like, inside. Okay. Okay. So, secret number one is okay. the power of Twilight Revealed. Okay. Discover why Edward and Jacob appeal to your deepest human needs. Sex? <laughs> Is that what they're talking about? I don't know. So chapter one Affection? is... <laughs> will you find your Edward? Will you find your Jacob? Chapter two is why Edward and Jacob have captured your heart. Mm-hmm. Chapter three is Twilight, the ultimate romance. Yeah, I would agree. Chapter four. <laughs> You're not ready. Edward and Jacob are gods and you need them now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, secret number two. It gets interesting. Discover the hidden dangers of your romantic imagination. Understand how Twilight has shaped the way you look at men. Oh. That's interesting. Okay, so kind of what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Chapter five, Twilight and your love life. Chapter six, Twilight has raised the bar for men too high. Ha! Mm. <laughs> we're going backwards. Has it? Secret number three, loving a human. <laughs> like, learning how to love a human. <laughs> oh. Like, oh. Yeah. Um, it says, examine the truth about your feelings for Edward and Jacob and find out why only a human can, can, fill you, can fulfill your needs as a woman. I don't like that phrasing. No, me either. Chapter seven, you need a real man in your life, not a god in human form. Chapter eight, this is gonna be your favorite. Wonderful, wonderful men. Oh <laughs> my god. I need to read this. Uh, secret number four is knowing yourself, explore Bella's character and needs in a relationship, and discover how to learn more about your own characters and character and needs. That's, like, I like that. I feel like that was my experience as a 13-year-old. I feel like I would do a panel discussion on that yeah. at, like, an academic conference. Yeah. I like chapter nine. That's how well do you know yourself. Uh-huh. Chapter 10 is Bella's self-awareness. That's also nice. Mm-hmm. Chapter 11, yeah. Insights from your relationship history. We're, like, sneaking some, like, mm-hmm. self-awareness in here. Uh-huh. Chapter 12, how to be more self-aware. Uh-huh. Bella, Edwards, and Jacob's personalities. Secret number five, how to get a deep insight into your boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. Examine how Bella saw Edward and how you can uncover the truth about your boyfriend's personality. Uncover the truth about your boyfriend's personality. I would love to. I would love to. I gotta read it so that I want to read it and then we can yeah. work on uncovering the truth about yeah. our boyfriend's personalities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chapter 13. Why the truth about a man is hard to see. Wow. 14. It's how to they're be manipulative. Yeah. <laughs> 14. How to be a good judge of men. Uh, <laughs> 15, how to learn more about your boyfriend. Um, secret six, how to know if your relationship really works. Learn how Bella and Edward worked as a couple and the ways you can develop insight into how your relationship works. Great. Okay. Chapter 16, are you suited to each other? Did I secretly write this book? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> 17, what your arguments say about your relationship. Bella's fights with Edward. Some potential there. 18, 
Do you love him as he is? Secret seven. How to predict your future with your boyfriend. Discover how to predict your future together. Okay. 19. Will he love you in the way that you need? 20. Is he your Edward? Is he your Jacob? And 21. Why your relationship decisions and Twilight are important. This book will deepen your understanding of Twilight. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. Yeah, I am fully, like, sold uh, on whatever self-help this is. I think I need it. Yeah. (laughs) That's thrilling. And let's buy Coming Out Straight at the same time. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, Louise Deacon, clinical psychologist and university tutor with 20 years experience. I'd love to meet her. She's English. What are they doing over there? Nothing. (laughs) I was just over there. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. I really liked the declaration that Edward and Jacob were gods. I like that. I really, I do like wonderful, wonderful men. Yeah. I like that they think that it's going to help strengthen, like, I feel like it takes you on a journey from where, like, you don't have a partner and you're looking at your relationship history to, like, they're so confident that now by the time you end up reading this part of the book, you have a boyfriend and you you need to learn about him. in a relationship. And then you'll predict your future. I love that. Yeah. It's a journey. Yeah. I really like the assumption that Edward and Jacob are anything other than stupid-ass teenage boys. <laughs> yeah, right. Bold. <laughs> yeah, real bold there. I, I wonder if she wrote a self-help book that wouldn't sell about relationships. Oh, and, and then, then she then reframed profited it? profited off the Twilight phenomenon Maybe. by trying to insert, like, Edward and Jacob into it. Or mm-hmm. if she, like, was a Twilight fan that, like, started off with the intention to write mm-hmm. this book. So, a couple other things that we were going to talk about before we end this episode um we're not 100 percent sure what we're gonna do next but we'll like slowly you know be working through twilight yeah um over the next several months honestly um but you can stay updated with us on instagram at gender forking mm-hmm. you should probably follow that because we made it after the last season so i feel like more people should follow it yeah i post exclusive memes on there yes. sometimes they are astrology and twilight yeah related. they're really good Thank you. Yeah. I worked really hard on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As an amateur astrologer. Most importantly, we have a Patreon now. Yeah. It's really, really fun. Um, our Patreon group is called the Forks Feminist Book Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you join, there's like lots of different fun things that we can go into. But that money helps us keep our podcast on the internet because that costs money to do so. We yep. Been paying fees like that for a year now because our last the last season first aired august 27th wow. 2018 so it's been almost it's almost year. our first year <laughs> anniversary yeah so thrilling wow. yeah so celebrate by becoming a patron it helps us like fund merch projects mm-hmm. it will like help us maybe eventually even get like nice nicer recording equipment because right now we're borrowing stuff just like you know normal normal podcast stuff that we want to do and like uh our little Twilight passion projects. Yeah. 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 Um, we have a lot of patrons already that... Yeah. Um, they're great. I love them all individually awesome. so much. I love them. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I love our Discord. Our Discord is really fun. Yes. Um, so if you join at all, like, you can join for $1 a month. It's a monthly thing. Um, that's, like, the lowest tier, $1. And if uh, you do that, you get access to the Discord, um, which has all the other patrons and us in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're always chatting about different Twilight things and sending memes. Yeah. Um, and then, but no matter what tier you join, you get to join that Discord. I think, like, that's my favorite part, personally. Yeah. Um, but if you join at $2, um, you get access to a monthly newsletter about the podcast from yeah. us and, like, about us. And, like, we give, like, 
um, recommendations for like other things we're enjoying and like talk about what, Twilight, yeah, what what's we're doing, going on. yeah, yeah, updates. And um, you also get a monthly curated playlist inspired yeah. by the Twilight series. That's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, that's really fun. Um, there's been two so far, so if you join now, you get. Um, like the backlog yeah the backlog of all the things that's already out so you'll get two playlists and like two newsletters so far the playlists are like based on the vibe of the like the soundtracks that exist but like I also really want to do like Alice's party mix and like Edward and Bella's birth mix yeah oh my god (laughs) Renee's birthing song yeah like Forks High School Prom and yeah oh my fucking god did you know the birth I never had somebody that um we went to college with yeah, you can. I can just cut it out. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was whispering it, but she's just gonna cut it out. Um, I was like once like minding my own business in my dorm, like literally like falling asleep, and um, they climbed up the ladder to my bunk bed, and like I like I was like hello, and they were like, I just wanted you to play. I wanted to play you this lullaby. It's the song that was playing when my mom gave birth to me. Oh my god, what? And then played an Enya song. And I, like, sat there, like, like they were standing on my ladder to my, like, bunk bed, or, like, my, my like, high-lofted bed, um, during, like, the whole song. And, like, Enya songs are, like, six minutes long. And we were just, like, silently, like, I was laying down in bed in my pajamas, glasses off, like, dead to the world. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they were just standing on that ladder playing that song, and I just feel like that's, like, really something that, like... Renesmee would do that. Yeah, Renesmee would do. She would just be so unhinged that, like, yeah. she would, like, go to college and do that to someone. Yeah, and then I just had to, like, sit there and, like, think about birth while, like, yeah. Anya was playing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah. can recreate that situation for you if you want, if you join the Patreon. <laughs> if you join our Patreon at $50 a month, <laughs> I will come to your house if you pay for my airfare. And play an Enya song for you. In your bed. In your bed. Yeah. But if you don't want to do that. Is that sex work? Is that sex work? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so $1 a month um, is is the residence of Forks tier. $2 a month is the Forks High School GSA, Gay Straight Alliance. Mm -hmm. What up? (laughs) That's our most popular tier. Yeah. Um, You can join at any, like, there's, like, different levels, but you can put in, like, whatever amount of money. Um, suits you. There's a $5 tier. That's the Golden Onions. Um, I just changed that one today, actually. So if you join that tier, um, you will get early access to, um, podcast episodes when they come out. Yep. So I don't really know how early that's going to be yet, but you will find out. Yep. Um, plus all the other stuff that, like, I already mentioned. And then if you join at $10 a month... Um, is what I, a new one that I added Uh today, that's the, um, Intramural Vampire Baseball Club. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, you'll get all that stuff that I already mentioned, plus, um, a, like, bonus features package, so, like, it'll be different, like, depending on what we have. Sometimes we have bloopers. Yeah. Um. It'll maybe, like, potentially unedited or, like, extended versions of podcast episodes. Sometimes we have, like, little bits that just, like, don't. Make yeah. It in, so like photos, we should take some photos while we're yeah. doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Photos of our behind the scenes. Yeah, like, we're gonna process. take one like right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a treadmill in the background. <laughs> um, 
Um, and, like, kind of whatever comes yeah, up, Yeah, really. like, any other, like, little mini-segments or whatever. Yeah, or um, maybe we'll, like, make little extra things, I don't know, to yeah. incentivize it. or maybe, um, like, unedited, like, like, when I just, like, we edited out the name of that person that we went to college with. Yeah, we'll leave it we'll in. keep it in and put them on blast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make that happen for you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we care about things only to an extent, unless you're willing to pay for them, in which and we don't, we don't care, care at all. <laughs> Ethics go out the window. Oh, yeah. And then there's one more tier um for $13 a month that's Bella's college fund and you get all the things that I just mentioned plus a producer credit um in the description of our episodes and like on like our like wherever our information is basically um and we have two of those right now um their names are Deepra and Kyra wow um, which is so awesome I'm like thrilled that anyone wants to like support the podcast that's like that's awesome I didn't know that I haven't really been like deep diving into like looking who the Patreon's the yeah. people are, because I just, like, notice them all from Discord. Right. And, yeah. like, that could be anyone at any level. Yeah. So I didn't know that. That's really awesome. Yeah. They have two you. producers. Um, yeah, so if you want a producer credit, Bella's College Fund. Yeah, so that's the Patreon. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, it really helps us out with, like, things that we want to do. Some Like, because it helps us fund merch projects, like our first merch project, which has been out for like a month now we have stickers they're like really really cool and cute if you want one you can go to bowlingshirebellas.tumblr.com slash merch wow yeah that's fancy (laughs) i just got mine um i put it on my passion planner Mm -hmm. product placement um i got it for free (laughs) um I got the sticker and the planner. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> but it's really, really cute. It's like a really nice quality vinyl sticker. Yeah, they're from um, Sticker Mule, and like I love it. It's like my fun new like color palette. Um, yeah, light green. And it's green. yeah, it's like light light green, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're three by three circles. They look similar to like our profile picture if you follow us on social media. Yeah, it's like a similar like wreath, and they say that's all forks, which is yeah. what we say at the end of the episode, so we shouldn't forget to say it during yes, this episode. You're right, you're right. <laughs> and um, they say Jenna Forking and Twilight Saga podcast. They're really like simple and like cute, uh, and they are two fifty if you're inside the U.S. and three fifteen if you're outside the U.S. because it costs more for me to ship that to you. Yeah. It's just a shipping cost thing. Um, but yeah, bullyingtripellas.tumblr.com slash merch um or you can just dm us and we'll send you that information yeah on whatever twitter uh instagram tumblr um or email us yeah uh yeah so that's merch cool is there anything else we have to talk about i don't know let me see no cool um (laughs) so a fun thing that (laughs) is from the end of another podcast that i listen to and really like um Actually, like, I'm acting like this is a recurring thing, but I think they literally <laughs> only did it once, but, like, at the so end, they're like, yeah. yeah, do you have anything to plug? And, like, someone oh. was like, I'd like to plug my favorite cousin. <laughs> and they, like, talked about their favorite cousin for half a second, and, like, Great. I feel like we could do that with, like, any number of topics. Yeah. Should we plug our favorite cousins? Our favorite cousins? Yeah. Oh, God, I have two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pick one. Sorry to pick one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> I know who you're going to pick. <laughs> Wait, well, I have two first cousins. I could pick, like, an obscure, like, other cousin. You could, but I know who you'd pick from your first two. Yeah. I'll pick the... I have two younger cousins. Um, I'm going to say that my favorite cousin is Abby. Because um, uh, she's, like, a really good swimmer and, like, likes to read. <laughs> <laughs> And she's uh, almost, 
almost 15, which is wild. And she just went to England where I was for a year, but I moved home before I could like see her over there, which would have been really cool. And she went to, um, the Harry Potter studios and I like gave her advice on like how to get into the front. So like when you get to the exhibit, um, and they like open the doors to the great hall, she'd be like right in the front. Wow. So I can't wait to see her and like ask her about that. That's really exciting. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, I'll plug my favorite cousin. (laughs) My favorite cousin of the week, um, because it changes weekly. (laughs) Well, actually, I have a rotation. I have a rotation. I have a rotation going, but my favorite, I I think I have, like, a concept, um, for cousins that's my favorite, Mm -hmm. and it's that mine, my cousins, Rachel and Rebecca, have the same names as... Um, oh. Jacob's sisters. That's how you remember it Twilight. so easily. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. is how I remember it yeah. so easily. But my favorite cousin of the week is, um, Rachel because she was really kind and let me have some of her cotton candy ice cream the other day. That is really nice of her. Yeah. Is that the it one who gross. makes the slime? Yeah. Rachel also makes slime. Um, you should check out her <laughs> YouTube channel. It's called... Simply Slime, simply dot slime ASMR. ASMR. It's it's an ASMR slime yeah. channel. Yeah. I thought it was just like her making. That's amazing. There's an um, um a video on here called Rebuilding My Slime Empire. Story time. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely go check out my cousin that. Rachel's videos. Um, she's a child. Really cool. That's great. Yeah, she's a kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Cool. Well, that was. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) Just talking about our cousins for a bit. Bella doesn't have any cousins. They don't really talk about her extended family at all. They just talk about how, like, her grandparents are not around and, like, her, like, like, her Nana is in the beginning of... Yeah, presumably Renee and Charlie don't have siblings. Right. Oh my god, her life is so lonely. It's lonely, it's sad. It's like, there's no family reunion. Oh my god. She's an only child. Well, we're gonna spend some time with Bella. Yeah, we are. Here we go. Our girl. Here we go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We're glad to be back. Um, For now. For now. (laughs) And then on hiatus again after this. That's Um. why you gotta follow us on Instagram, I guess. Okay, cool. Bye. That's all, forks. Thanks, you didn't forget. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Gender Forking. All of season one is now streaming. To stay updated about the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at at genderforking. For more Twilight content from us, you can follow our blog at bowlingshirtbellas.tumblr.com. For other inquiries, email us at bowlingshirtbellas at gmail.com. If you're interested in supporting the production and maintenance of this podcast, head to patreon.com slash genderforking. The music you are hearing is from O Lucifer. <laughs>